all right. Admit all. Admit all. Okay, admit all. Hi, everyone. Hi, Hi everyone. Hi, everyone. Can everyone hear okay? Let's make sure everyone can hear okay before we get started. Super, super. Welcome and thank you for coming today. Um, welcome to Zenful Conversations. If you can believe it, we're on our Thanksgiving episode. My gosh, I can't even believe we're saying that. I know. For, for information on future guest speakers and our other Zoom offerings, please visit zenfulconversations.com. My name is Zen Jen Brown, I'm your host, and we're here today with our guest speakers, celebrity chef Judy and vegan chef Lori Rogers. Ladies, thank you so much for being here today. Thank, thank you so you much for, for having coming. us. It is hard thank to you. believe that Thanksgiving is knocking on the door, all the holidays are here. How did that happen? Don't know. <laughs> I, I can't get over it. My, I really can't what either. happened myself. in October? <laughs> the whole year i know, I know. very true know. Uh, let me give you a little bit of information about chef judy and uh, vegan chef Lori rogers judy chef judy is a graduate of johnson and wales she has managed and owned restaurants in the northeast and was the founder of a successful dessert company judy had a popular tv cooking career career for 20 years she is the executive editor of my cooking magazine where she shares recipes and cooking tips. Her personal passions are culinary travel to exotic places and holiday cooking in her home for huge gatherings of friends and relatives. Her guilty pleasure, Bruce Springsteen concerts. <laughs> <laughs> I follow him around the country and have for years, she admits, and in every city where Bruce sings, she does check out the new restaurants, and talk to the up-and-coming chefs. She wants all the food news she can get. Judy is also the author of the popular cookbook, Reflections and Recipes of Chef Judy. Um, I just saw Bruce Springsteen on TV. He looked rather well because he was he out there. Yeah, he's yeah. added more hey, dates, thought, so he's, he he's coming back. Thank That's goodness. Good. And about Lori Rogers. Lori is an expert in her field. Lori won the vegan mac and cheese cook-off yeah. again this year, making it two years in a row. I know those <laughs> those cook-off things are serious business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vegan-friendly uh, vegan -friendly cooking, which is Lori's business, specializes in vegan and plant-based cooking. Lori says what you choose to eat and not to eat is a very personal choice. Anyone who is interested in including more plant-based meals into their diet, she can't wait to show you how to prepare delicious, healthy meals in a snap that you and your friends and family will rave about. Jude, uh, Lori has a cooking school. Do you do any of those online? Lori? I do. I actually, I wrote a course. Um, it's um, titled Intro to Vegan Cooking, and it's uh -huh. five lessons. So I start out showing you um, how to set up your pantry in your kitchen, very simply. Oh, okay, most great. of the things you probably already have. And then I do breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert, um, two recipes for each lesson. 
and it just walks you through. And then there's all the supporting documents. You can print out recipes and ingredient lists, shopping lists, all that. So great. Yeah. Thank great. you. Well, we're mm -hmm. thrilled to have you both here today with us. And thank you again for coming. Um, information on how to connect with these ladies uh, directly will be shared at the end of this conversation, as well as in the follow-up email tomorrow uh, when we send out the replay link to everybody. Let me just see if anybody has any questions right away um, before we get started. Anybody have anything they're itching to say or ask? All righty. Uh, do either of you ladies want to start off or do you want me to ask a question first? Um, you can ask a question first. I have my notes right here and in my I have my themes of what we're going to talk about this year. So well, I have a few questions that were submitted by by people that weren't able to make it, such as like what they could do with the stuff that comes inside the bag of inside the turkey and things like that. But if you have some kind of presentation, we can wait for this to come at the end. No, I'm happy to answer the question now, and then we'll talk about okay. what's trending this year because there's a lot of new cool yeah. trends, um, for side dishes and things like that. When you take out the liver and the turkey neck and things like that, you can use the giblets, you can roast them or saute them and chop them very fine and use them in the gravy if you would like. Um, personally, I usually just put them in the oven and roast them and give my dog a treat. <laughs> so um, that's how I do it. But you know, it's it's one thing you do want to remember when you're doing your turkey is to make sure you get that out as soon as you unwrap your turkey before you brine or whatever. Don't don't roast your turkey with that inside. But it but it does make for nice gravy if you dice it up really well once it's roasted. Gotcha. Okay, wonderful. Um, uh, let me just ask uh, Lori one. How do you make gluten free gravy? was another question. Oh, well, you simply use gluten-free flour instead of traditional flour and arrowroot instead of cornstarch if you need a thickener. And this is my favorite brand of gluten-free flour. And when I get lucky, I can find it at Walmart. Um, it's called Extra White Gold, um, which is kind of an unusual name, but that's what they call it. Um, but it's gluten-free and vegan flour, and I bake with this. Um, I use it making gravies, casserole dishes, everything. It's it's really wonderful. It's just a one-for-one -one substitution. Um, oh, nothing fancy. Makes yeah. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. the the names of the um, the items you choose to use because there's a lot of vegan things out there that don't taste so well. So this really, really lets us know. That's really the key to know. I'm just getting, I'm just working on um, a list of my favorite holiday substitutions, the products. So that'll be up on my website early next week. Awesome, awesome. Okay, Judy, go ahead, please take it away. So I'm kind of excited because this year there's a lot of new flavor influences, but I have to mention this because Lori's so on point that vegan foods 
is one of the most popular trends of not being a vegan or a vegetarian, but serving vegan and vegetarian dishes. And it was really interesting to read about this, that it used to be like, oh my God, my friend's coming in. She's vegetarian. I got to make sure I have separate gravy or she's going to bring what she needs. And now it's not, it's not that at all. It's introducing people to new things. That's why Lori's recipes are so good. And her Facebook post is it Tuesday. Tuesdays, Lori, that you do the hmm? yep. on Tuesdays, Tuesday. Lori posts some food, some ingredient finds that that are really good, like a different type of cream cheese, a vegan cream cheese or something like that. And that really supports um, what what they're saying out there that there's so many great ingredients for vegan cooking now that you should give it a try, make one dish and give it a try. Mm -hmm. um, this year they're promoting edible centerpieces. Now charcuterie, mm -hmm. you really, that's so much meat and, and so filling. You wanna save those charcuterie styles for more like Christmas time and New Year's, things like that, because that's an awful lot of food. But when they say like edible, um, centerpieces, it can mean like hummus and some fruits. And depending on where you live, I mean, we live in, in Florida, but Lori doesn't live in Florida anymore. So she's going to get mm -hmm. different, different items that we might want to put out, you know, some papaya and with papaya with a little chili powder on it. So you get that little bit of kick and and it makes it unique and have that as a platter so when you're first sitting down people can just pick at that which is really nice because in you know the past we've all tend to overdo it with stuffed mushrooms and baked brie and all these things before that you're almost full before the whole meal comes so they're saying kind of lighten it up and and that way when you do a platter of, of something like that, of, you know, maybe some Greek appetizers that are nice and light and that everybody can start out well, but it's also lower on the table. So you get to see everybody in case, you know, mm -hmm. instead of having these big arrangements. Um, they, one of the, one of the big trends this year is that they say more people will buy their turkey already made they'll get like a deep fried turkey or they'll get the roasted turkey already made from whatever favorite grocery store they have or some restaurants do like, especially smoked turkeys are really popular. And that gives you more time and more oven space to be creative. So that's another trend that's gonna be happening. I love this trend. I never would have thought of it. Spaghetti squash is one of the top vegetables that they're bringing in for Thanksgiving this year. And I eat spaghetti squash like spaghetti, you know, I'll put bolognese sauce on it. So I didn't really think about it, that it would go with Thanksgiving, but um, with Greek seasonings and a lemon yogurt drizzle, there's, that would be like a really good choice. And it goes really well with the light meat of turkey. It's a nice little blend. And, you know, it's, it's just something different that changes it up. So those are some of the things. Carrots. I don't know if you've noticed, but so many bistros that are opening up have like three different carrot dishes on their menu. Roasted carrots 
are huge. And that's another mm -hmm. thing. And you can buy the small ones that still have the stems on. They look so pretty and that they're mm -hmm. so easy to do. You know, you just wash them off, pat them, put a little olive oil on it. And then whatever seasonings that you really like to put on. I like, and any roasted vegetables, I usually use like fresh thyme sprigs and maybe some rosemary, but fresh carrots, maybe a little drizzle with balsamic vinegar is really another trend. So if you're thinking about your holiday table and it used to have like the, you know, well, I can remember when my mother made the green bean casserole <laughs> and now that's changed where now it's fresh green beans that are quickly blanched and served with goat cheese and a balsamic drizzle. Again, mm -hmm. that makes for a lighter, really flavorful dish and you get that, you know, you get the crunch of the green beans and you get those different flavors in so it when it you put every, I usually do put it out as a buffet but it looks so beautiful all these different vegetable dishes so that's a really different thought um the trend although I I'm married to an Irishman so I couldn't give up putting out mashed potatoes but the big trend is people are going for roasted potatoes um, in the last year or so. And they're trying to recommend that more. So that's always the thought that if you don't want to have to peel those potatoes, unless you're doing the red potatoes and go through all, you know, the mashed potato ingredients, that simply roasting potatoes is going to, is going to be a nice accompaniment. And you can put it around the, the, if you have the turkey on the platter, you can put them all around there. So the juices of the turkey drip mm -hmm. down and get on top of that. So I have more more recipes and and tips to share but i want to get to lori because she has i know you always have some great ideas and you have that fabulous pie looking at me oh, well uh, wait a minute wait a, wait a minute i need to ask uh i need to ask the question there too though uh, so like i think i love the idea of bringing a fresh green bean rest uh Mm -hmm. dish to the to the table because yeah that thing's been used and abused forever and it's going right. back yeah. a long time but i can also see a lot of resistance in the family if you try to get away with bringing something different you know that is an excellent point <laughs> and 20 years ago i would have been that person that would have been mom you can't change that we always have this 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 and this don't change everything it's the number one thing to do is don't change everything, but pick like three things like, okay, we, you know, most of us all love stuffing, keep the stuffing, maybe change some of the ingredients that are going in the stuffing. If you think about it, maybe try something like that, but keep, keep at least three things that are synonymous with your holiday meal and then go for the other, for the okay. other, for the That's other, fun. That's the way to do it. That's fun because these yeah. are fun twists that you were talking about. I love little baby carrots too. One more thing, Judy, before mm -hmm. we pass it off. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to ask how you cook your turkey. Okay. I brine my turkey 48 hours in advance, which means you're going to take the turkey out of the bag, rinse it really well, pat it dry. Then it, it sounds funny. You're going to pat it dry. It's going to go and you're going to take a huge pot of water with a lot of kosher salt. And I usually put in um, a cinnamon stick and some fresh herbs. And the another trend now is it started about a year or so ago is soy sauce. Mm 
So add about mm -hmm. a quarter cup of soy sauce and I throw in some cider. And I, when it comes to boil, cool it down, put it to the side of your stove. When it starts to cool down, add ice. You've got to get that really cold because you're going to put your turkey in a container that's big enough to immerse the turkey and get it in your fridge. So sometimes those bags that you cook in are big enough. If you put a pan, a huge pan underneath, like one of those throwaway deep pans, and you can brine your turkey that way and turn it over after 24 hours and let it get the other side. When you take it out of the brine, which is gonna be the morning of the day that you're gonna cook it, you're gonna, if you're gonna, assuming that you're gonna serve it like five in the afternoon, get it out of the brine, rinse it off really well because you have all that salt that went in there and some soy sauce, rinse it off really well, pat it really dry, put it back in the refrigerator uncovered, totally dry, back in the refrigerator for a minimum of four hours. It could stay in the fridge 24 hours like that. That's going to help the skin crisp up. Even though you've had it in a brine, in that wet brine, it's going to crisp up. Now, the brine is going to break down all the, the, the tissue of, of, of the turkey, and it's going to make it so juicy. And that will really make a difference. So then you're going to roast it traditionally I, I season the outside with butter, Irish butter, garlic salt, paprika, fresh thyme. I fill the inside with leeks and lemons and oranges and seasoning. Don't stuff the inside too, too full because then it will throw off your cooking. You want to have enough space so the heat circulates. I I roast my turkey upside down for at least a half an hour, depending on how big it is. All the juices go into the breast. They drip down inside into the breast and it's messy, but then you take it out, flip it upside down, pat a little more seasoning on it and butter, and then let it go in, in the oven until it's going to be 160 to 165. I take it out about five degrees early because it's going to get it's going to go up to temperature once you take it out. Don't let it hit the exact temperature because it keeps cooking once you take it out of the oven. And that's how I prep and do my turkey. Mm, nice and juicy. Nice and juicy. And just one more quick one. Sure. Um, oh, I can, I can wait. I can come back to that one, actually. Okay. I can come back to that one. Um, yeah, Lori, please. <laughs> let us All in right. Okay. Well, I have been working my way through my mom's recipe box um, and taking all my favorite recipes from my childhood and veganizing them. Um, I've done her meatloaf. I was so thrilled when I did that. I mean, my house smelled like my mom's meatloaf for the first time in, you know, seven or eight years. It was, it was really great. Um, so for a main dish for Thanksgiving, for a vegan Thanksgiving main dish, um, sometimes I buy the, the roasts that you can find the vegan roasts, um, like at whole foods that are already frozen and stuff. And they're not bad. Um, I've done the, um, the vegan meatloaf, my mom's meatloaf recipes on my website. I've made lentil loaf. I'm going to try something new this year. Um, I'm going to make a Saitan turkey and that's S E I T A N. And I'm, of all the things that I've made vegan over the last seven or eight years, I've never made saitan. I was a little intimidated, but I'm like, you know, it's not that hard. You use um, 
vital wheat gluten, which is basically a really dense flour, and you mix it with water and some soy sauce, or if you're going gluten, well, you can't do that gluten-free. So Saitan, you can't make that gluten-free. So soy sauce, because if you want a gluten-free alternative to soy sauce, I was going to suggest tamari or coconut right. aminos. Um, and I'll put a gluten-free substitute list up there with my list of favorite holiday uh, vegan products that you can just simply swap one for one vegan butter, vegan flour. Anyway, so to make my turkey loaf, or I, I don't know if I'm going to shape it like a turkey. I don't know. I'm, I'm still creating. But you mix together and you knead it kind of like bread and you shape it into the shape that you want. And then you steam it. You put it in a steamer basket and you put it over hot water and you let it steam and you turn it over after a little while. And I've been looking at a lot of different recipes. So I will let you know how it turns out. I'll yeah, put uh, photos on Facebook and see how it turns out. Um, and as far as my, my side dishes go, I'm a traditionalist. Um, I'm not a fan of the green bean casserole, never have been. So I love green beans, almondine, you know, but I love what Judy was talking about with the, the balsamic um, glaze uh, drizzle. And instead of goat cheese, there's, um, there probably is vegan goat cheese, but there's a, a vegan um, feta that I really like that might work with that. And maybe some slivered almonds, you know, just give it, I like crunchy foods. Um, I'm from the South, so we make a cornbread dressing every year, and that's been really easy to make vegan. Um, I just use, um, a vegetable broth instead of a chicken broth, and it's got, um, you know, celery and onions, and I make a cornbread that you wouldn't want to eat by yourself. It's my, by itself, it's, um, my, my grandma's recipe. Um, and, you know, you, you toast like two loaves of bread. It makes this huge thing. So I've cut it down. Um, and I always make my mom's um, sweet potato casserole. My sweet potato tip, if you are going to do anything with sweet potatoes, my number one choice in sweet potatoes are the red garnets. And I I've, I don't think I've seen them anything but organic, but you know, I always try to get organic if it's affordable. Um, but they have the best flavor because you know not everybody likes sweet potatoes. And then there's this whole, Judy, I'm sure can explain to us the difference between a yam and a sweet potato. <laughs> I'm just like, I like, I just like my red garnets. So they I just do my own. Sounds, sounds like a great potato. choice. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try the Oh, red they're garnets. so good. I can find them at um, Fresh Market and at Whole Foods. Um, and oftentimes they're on sale. And those are the only two places I've been able to find them. I'm up in Raleigh, North Carolina now, uh, maybe at a farmer's market or something, but um, yeah, red garnets. They're so good. Um, and the sweet potato souffle is really simple and we put marshmallows on top, but they sell vegan marshmallows. Dandies is the brand. Um, it's really good. And then of course we got to have pumpkin pie. And so I baked a pumpkin pie. I that baked it today. Great. And this is a vegan pumpkin pie. Um, I used, um, canned pumpkin. I used, um, coconut cream, um, and sugar. I use organic cane sugar because sugar is not vegan unless it's organic. Um, and the reason is that non-organic sugar is whitened with bone char. Um, and that's all I'll say about that. Be sure to use, I, well, I was like, wow, really? Okay. So be sure to use um, organic sugar. And you might want to just do that anyway. 
Um, and then I made it pretty with some little, I made some extra crust and I did great. some little cutouts. These are just sitting on top, little pumpkins. And then I can't tell these, if you can see, if you can tell what these are, but these are little squirrels. <laughs> cute. Yeah. And then there's a couple of options for whipped cream. Um, I love this product. This is Country Crocs um, plant-based cream. And it is the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, this is, I've only found it refrigerated, but I guess it doesn't always have to be refrigerated. So you want it to be cold before you um, whip it. And I just pour it in the, I chill my bowl of my stand mixer and I chill my whisk attachment um, before I mix it up. But I just put it in, in the mixer and you add a little bit of um, just like a quarter cup of um, confectioner sugar. And I'll sift that in if it's lumpy. And of course, that's organic um, powdered sugar uh, and a little bit of vanilla. And within five or six minutes, you have delicious whipped cream. It's wonderful. And if you don't have time to do that, even it's so easy, there are now so many options. Oh, wow. Of, um, Plant-based, yeah, look at this, Ready Whip, non-dairy coconut milk, and it's gluten-free, yay! So the trick with these, and this has been sitting out for a few minutes, I think it's still gonna be fine, but you gotta keep them cold. You wanna shake them up really well, and then you have to hold it upside down. Okay. And yeah, look at that. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. It's just like, and it tastes really good. So, you know, you can oh. make some vegan dishes and you don't even have to tell people that it's vegan. Because you know, hey, see, that looks wow. Better than on there, yeah. So this pie so, uh, is going to go in the refrigerator overnight, and then I'm going to slice it. Um, oh. The crust is vegan. I can make the crust gluten free very easily by just using this extra white gold flour instead of all purpose. Oh, and I wanted to show off this dish just because. <laughs> I know this was my yeah. Christmas gift last year from my youngest son Jason. Isn't that oh, sweet? That's oh, what does it say? It says vegan it's friendly. Vegan friendly cooking. Yeah. It's oh, got the name how of cool is that? On there. So, so yeah, it makes a really big pie. It's a really big dish. So we're going to share with the neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so. I know you made that today specifically for this uh, conversation. Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate you doing that. I really wish we could taste it i know <laughs> oh my gosh and you know what it looks the, good the filling, you make the filling in the blender you just put everything in the blender oh that's wonderful and turn it on and pour it into your pie shell i mean it couldn't be easier and you don't have to pre-bake the crust i mean it it really is simple the hardest thing for me was trying to make the crust look pretty and you know it does yeah, I, it, Thank that you. is something that's also a, a bit of resistance in a way we think uh, some may think anyway um that it's too hard to learn a new way of making things oh or, yeah, you know so that simplicity you, yeah you put it in the blender you turn it on you pour it in and you bake it for an hour and love refrigerate it yeah. night is best and it'll set yeah yeah that looks uh that looks really good um i don't Thank i want to come back also to uh a question there are you are you do you have anything else you want to say there Lori or I was going to ask questions um I just have one more thing the, the yeah. latest thing that I've been doing that I really love is caramelizing onions mm. um, caramelizing red onions yes and I've been cooking for a friend who is vegan and gluten-free and he's having some health problems so he needs people are bringing him meals and um 
he is an excellent cook. So he's been sharing things with me. And this is one of the um, pastas that he told me about. This is, I can't pronounce the name of it, but I'll put a picture of it, but it's a brown rice pasta. And I've tried a lot of gluten-free pastas and they're not great. This is really good. It doesn't get mushy. It tastes really good. And I find it at Walmart. Oh, yeah, it's like that's important. Wegmans. We have Wegmans up here. It's less than $4 a bag. And this is a huge bag of pasta. So I just caramelize the onions. I cook the pasta. I be care I'm always careful. I don't cook it the full time. You know, you want it to be a little al dente. And then you're going to mix it in with the onions. And, you know, you might have to reheat it. So, you know, you don't want it to get mushy. Um, that would make a great side dish. Um, for Thanksgiving, and it's really simple. It takes a little time for the onions, but they don't take a lot of a lot of maintenance. So you know, I I I like uh, even just letting us know these because this doesn't this is for all the time. We don't have to use it just for Thanksgiving. Oh, so because yeah. like there was something last year you ladies were on also, and there was uh, some kind of product. You, one of the products you mentioned the cheese, uh, mm -hmm. and and so I tried it, and now I'm able to use that because there's a lot of products oh, yeah. like again don't taste good. You know, they don't mm -hmm. taste good. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. I take yeah. I take them back when I try things and I don't like mm -hmm. them because they're not inexpensive. Nothing's inexpensive yeah. in the grocery store any longer. Um, and I, I take it back and get my money back. So, yeah. yeah. You can make vegan charcuterie boards. I agree with Judy. You don't want to do that um, for Thanksgiving necessarily. It's more like a New Year's Eve kind of, you know, just a little small bites kind of um, thing, but yeah, there's vegan salami and all kinds of vegan meats that you can use. Yeah. Okay, so does anybody have any questions they'd like to ask either of these ladies about anything? No? Go ahead, Steph, thanks. Um, I just wanna know Lori's website or how to oh, get yeah. on her page. Yeah, well, I'm going to give it out at the end of the show. At the end okay, of the, sounds good. And then I'll send it in the replay link also tomorrow. Um, okay, then, Lori, why don't you tell us about this macaroni and cheese cook-off? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm after I, the I, recipe. I, I kind of wanted to. You know, I had just moved to Raleigh, North Carolina in April of 2021. Um, and I signed up to be a vendor at a festival. It was the first time I was going to be a vendor. And that was in June, the festival was coming, but I signed up in advance. And the organizer asked me, she says, do you have a mac and cheese recipe? And I'm like, yeah, because I had I had noticed on their website that they had a mac and cheese cook-off. And um, she's like, you know, well, we still have room for a couple of chefs. And I'm like, oh, she kind of twisted my arm. So I entered. Um, and I had never entered a cooking contest of any kind before. Uh, and I didn't want to make just my regular mac and cheese. It's competitive. All she had to do was say it's competitive and I was in. I'm like, hmm, okay. So what yeah, I do it's is gutsy. I, I about, yeah, I just I just think about flavors that I like and I look at recipes. You know what I do? I look at menus of really nice restaurants like all over the world for flavor combinations. I'm not looking for mac and cheese recipes. I'm just looking at flavor combinations. You know, what are they doing? And somehow or another, I got on this pineapple and cream cheese. I'm like, it just stuck in my head. I'm like, pineapple and cream cheese. It's like, you do know you're making mac and cheese, right? Anyway, um, what I did was use the vegan cheeses. The rules were you had to have um, uh, pasta and cheese. And of course it had to be vegan. So I used both vegan feta and cream cheese 
and my sauce. You know, I made a roux like you would for macaroni and cheese. I used vegan butter. Um, and you also had to make a gluten-free version. So I had the regular and the gluten-free. So I made my sauce. I added the, I used oat milk. I used the oatly extra creamy oat milk. It's the best. So anyway, so I put that in there and I used the um, feta and the cream cheese. And then I grilled fresh pineapple and red onions and chopped mm -hmm. them up. So you've got the sweet and the savory. And I added that to my sauce, you know, I've got my pasta cooked. I used a checo uh, for my non-gluten, uh, what is that? My regular pasta. And for gluten-free, there's a brand that I really like, um, Bio Naturi. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I order it online. It's really, really good. Anyway, I was like, okay, this is good, but it's got to be a little more. So I decided to make a macadamia nut crust to go on top and then bake it. And then I had to come up with a name. So I called it Tropical Breeze Mac and Cheese, I guess an ode to my Florida native status. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my gosh, it is just so good. Um, the topping is uh, macadamia nuts, breadcrumbs and butter, you know, so. so and I was the pineapple shocked. was in yeah. there? The yeah. pineapple yeah. was inside yeah. it there, not yeah. just on top? Yeah, you grill it wow. and it gets caramelized and you grill the onions and um, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> It's really you good. Are the flavors, gutsy. yeah, yeah. You are gutsy though. That's a, that's that's yeah. very gutsy. That says a lot yeah. about you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, it and then you amazing. won again this year, right? I did. Oh, you I won. Did. Well, first of all, how'd you how'd you know you won? What happened there? How oh well, you, they do a People's Choice Award, and then they do the Judges Award, um, and they start with third place, second place, first place. So they start with People's Choice. And so many people had come up to me and told me that they were voting for me, that they liked my mac and cheese. I kind of got my hopes up that maybe I'd get like third place in people's choice. No, I didn't get third, second or first in people's choice. And I was like, okay, you know, they were going on to the judges award. I was like quietly packing up because it had been, <laughs> I had been cooking for, you know, like 48 hours and then, you know, serving, you had to have 400 samples. I mean, it's a big event. Wow. Um, I was tired. So I was listening, but, you know, um, so they did third place, second place. And then when they got to fir first place, they said, you know, well, our winning chef uh, moved here from uh, Asheville, North Carolina, which is where I lived last the year before, you know, but originally from Florida. And I'm just like, no. And I was <laughs> there by myself. My son wasn't with me. So I handed my phone to the chef next to me and said, could you please videotape this? And you get to go up on stage, oh. you know, and they take your pictures. And I got a nice prize package. I got a, a $200 gift certificate for Wegmans. And I got all kinds of cooking utensils, beautiful spatulas, cutting boards. And it was, I got a, a cheese, some kind of cheese thing that they mailed to me, you know, different cheeses, vegan cheeses. It was really nice, but it was just what I needed because I had just started the business and I was not all that confident. And it was just the boost of confidence that I needed to uh, uh, encourage me to keep going. So, oh yeah, my gosh, was totally. I was on cloud nine. Mm -hmm. So yeah. exciting. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Thank you. So exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, cause I, I can imagine, yeah, I'm taking up and you're telling yourself, the real winning is that I did it and, you know, mm -hmm. successfully and all this self-talk that we do, mm -hmm. but nothing mm -hmm. like 
hearing it, yeah. it was you. like that. Yeah. What, a, what a trip. That was wonderful. Yeah. Congrats Thank on you. that. Thank and yeah, you. you won again this year. Yeah, I did. I did. I guess I could have just entered the same mac and cheese, but that kind of would have been, you know, yeah. So I wanted to come up with something completely different. Um, and I had recently been making um, chai sugar cookies. And then I made a pie crust out of the chai sugar cookies. I did a banana cream pie with a chai sugar cookie crust, and that was really good. So that was kind of my flavor inspiration. And I'm thinking chai and cream cheese, that would be good. So I ended up making a dessert mac and cheese, um, a chai spice um, mac and cheese. My cheese was the cream cheese. I used all the chai spices. I had never in my life used up entire bottles of cinnamon <laughs> and cloves and ginger because you had to make enough for 400 people samples, you know. So um, and then I did the crust. I did the chai sugar cookie crust uh, and I, it won again. So I was, I was really, really thrilled. And you know what, the next one, they just announced it's coming up in February. I'm like, Oh, oh gosh, wow. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should just, um, let somebody else have the, the spotlight next time. <laughs> oh my so. gosh. Oh, oh my mouth is watering. My mouth yeah, is it's watering. It's really good. And it's your uh, house smells like a Cinnabon store while it's baking. And I still wasn't sure that it was going to be good until I took it out of the oven and I took a bite and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. This is good. So. That's awesome. That's, That's following yeah. your intuition. That's really following yeah. your intuition yeah. because that's uh, I think a, a little too gutsy for me. I, I can't mm. see me. I think I'm trying to think. I know I think I'd stay with the tested and true version. I don't think I'd be. And I think that I think those, but I've never done a cook off kind of thing, but they sound like mm. I want to stay with just the, you know, the mac and cheese without all these fancy things, mm -hmm. you know, but wow. That's kind amazing. of interesting. One of the, um, the other chefs um, wanted to contest my win. Uh, because he was claiming it wasn't mac and cheese because it was a dessert. Oh, and I mean, that? You know, I know. Come on, well, people. That's... We're all small business people here, but it had to have pasta and it had to have cheese and it had pasta and it had cheese. That's and right. I had my gluten-free and my regular and, yeah, you know. Yeah, but see, so. you, you you face that whenever you try to go out of the box somewhere. There's always going to be somebody that's, that's stuck in a box. I know. I think you're doing I know. Say, but yeah. they get stuck. But that's so wonderful. Uh, any you. questions from anybody on any of this mac and cheese conversation at all or anything like that? No, quiet group today, but that's all right. Um, thanks so much for sharing all that, Lori. Uh, of course. I gotta say, I'm not even sure I would be want to try a mac and cheese without all this, because I like the right. I don't like stuff in my mm -hmm. food. I don't like my food to touch the other food. All this <laughs> stuff. I got, I've, okay. I've got my food rules, you know. That I don't the, know, the, Judy. I think in. it's a trend. Dessert pasta. I mean, why not, right? But no, oh, well, listen, chocolate, so chocolate ravioli came out years ago, and you see oh, it okay. in Italian restaurants. So, oh, wow. I, I, I think didn't know that pasta is a great idea. No, yeah. I think it is too. Yeah. I think it sounds fantastic, actually. Kugel, you know, yeah, well, I mean, when you were talking about pineapple, because yeah. I'm Jewish, that made me think of kugel, which is it, and that's that's my family always had that. 
um, growing mm -hmm. up. Whenever you have turkey or chicken, any type of poultry, you have noodle kugel and, mm -hmm. um, and it's a sweet dish, but I love it. I just so love good. it. So yeah. yeah. And it, it sits on the plate beautifully with all the other green beans and mm -hmm. things like that. It's just something mm -hmm. that we grew up with. We didn't, you know, we didn't have macaroni and cheese, but we had noodle kugel every time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's, it's nice. So good. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, ah. Uh. What nice conversation. What what joy to our heart, man. That's good to get into this spot to feel yeah. light light conversation is not that easy to come by these days. That's um true. Judy, yes. how do you fit how do I figure a Thanksgiving servings for like if I'm having 12 people? You know, how do I figure the servings? That's a really great question. And if you're Chef Judy, you're going to figure way too much per person because I, I always have a whole bunch of plastic <laughs> containers so everybody can take stuff home so you can have that midnight yeah. turkey feast, right? Yeah. That big sandwich later. Um, with turkey, because of the bones and such, it, it depends, but it's about three quarters of a pound per person. And I usually say when it's something in a casserole dish, it's the extra large casserole dish. So your large, large casserole dish, one of those is usually enough. But when I used to do for 30, I mean, I made, I had two turkeys and a pork roast or two turkeys and a prime rib and all the sides, but I wanted everybody to get some to take home and I wanted leftovers for us. So, so I think that's the key. And you can always ask wherever you purchase your turkey or your prime rib or anything like that, you can always ask the butcher and they'll give you a fair assessment of how many people, because I find if you buy the turkeys, if you look in the back wrapper, it kind of tells you like, you know, for eight to 10 people, it's this much per pound. I go like another five pounds over that. The thing with, with turkeys though, if you're happy with a group for 12, you probably want to get about a 16 pound turkey. I think that would give you some leftovers too. But it's all, I tell everybody, Google is your friend. Don't wait till the last minute, but you can always Google. I have 12 people coming. How many side dishes do you recommend and how much turkey so everybody can have a generous portion and leftover and Google will give you answers for things like that as well. So that's important to remember, but the bigger the turkey, the harder it is to cook and sometimes the tougher it is. So you have to, you know, put that in play too. You might want to do two smaller turkeys. Hmm. Did that answer enough for you? Was that? Yeah. Helpful? Yeah, no, no. Right. I'm just trying to think here. Um, let me, let me just see here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm wanting to know a little bit more about your Thanksgiving, Judy. Like mm -hmm. I know um, you're saying that you, well, because I know if, <laughs> if I was going over Chef Judy's house for Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. I'd be probably expecting all this you know what you have to going on and i'm just wondering how like it's got to be a lot of pressure but which which uh which part of the meal do you like enjoy the most because that's a lot to have that many people over 
Yeah, and it uh, used to be that I'd have to be on TV at six in the morning because we'd have uh -huh. turkey 911. So people would call in with like, you know, I forgot to defrost my turkey or I don't know how to make gravy. So I'd be doing that and I would already have like the tables would be set, you know, all around the pool and everything. I'd have certain things done, but it, it was a crazy day for sure. But I loved it. I loved every part of it, to be really honest. I loved that we were all gathered together and we had so much fun. It didn't feel like pressure. It just felt like a love fest. And, mm -hmm. you know, we had little yeah. kids, we had older you know, neighbors coming and it was just so much fun. One of my friends would bring over his dining room table. He'd ratchet up on his top of his Jeep because we needed more tables. And it was, it was just wonderful. I, I just, I loved the whole thing. I, I love feeding people. So I loved it. Now I kind of retired during COVID. Um, and now our niece who moved here from Massachusetts, like eight years ago, she lives down the street and she took it over. And that's very hard to do. If you're used to being the person that hosts it, it's very hard to let go and let somebody else do it because it's not going to be your way and you have to just kind of give into it. So that was like a, a real lesson for me. But the whole point is, is just gathering with people to enjoy, you know, just being, being, being and sharing with people. So once I, I was like, oh yeah, that's in my mind. And, you know, I even said to my husband, you know, I can always make a mini Thanksgiving dinner the night before. So we have, you know, like our favorites, so we can do that. Yeah. Um, cool. So, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine that's got to be like a, I mean, from that level to, to not at all, it's got to be like a total withdrawal thing. Whoa. Yeah, it's really, it's, <laughs> it's really weird, you know, and I, I mean, we were, I mean, I, I just can't even begin to tell you how much food we had. <laughs> and once we would, you know, get the food in the refrigerators and pa then the desserts, I did this huge tearing mm. dessert buffet. Oh and it, it was just crazy. And if, if I can lean on that a little bit, Jen, yeah, and talk yeah. about desserts, because yeah, you know, I mean, pies are synonymous with Thanksgiving. And the what most the important part are, of Thanksgiving. I think so too, <laughs> what the trends are, they're saying don't, don't eliminate pies. But maybe in, if you have like three or four different pies, switch one of those over to a cake and do something. And it's interesting that you said chai, Lori, because there's oh, yeah? something like a butter chai pound cake is something Ooh. really unique to serve. Ooh, yeah. So mm. that's so, so they're starting to find that cakes are starting to move into your Thanksgiving table as well, um, as well as the pies. So I thought that was a really interesting trend that, mm -hmm. that people are seeing. And, and Ooh. cookies, believe mm -hmm. it or not, you, know, you think of Christmas cookies, they're saying good old chocolate chip and oatmeal raisin cookies or ginger snaps. Cause they're, mm -hmm. you know, they give you that ginger helps rest your stomach. That's nice to have a little mm -hmm. assortment of that as well for people to enjoy. Great idea. Yeah. Totally. Wonderful. Wonderful. Judy, do you, I have a question for you. Do sure. you have a recipe for molasses cookies? I had a molasses cookie at an event and it was so I have to, good. It's like craft on the, the recipe. Isn't it great? With, yeah, I love I love I love anything. Yeah, with the sugar. Oh, yeah, ooh, I love a huge it. share. I can That'd pull out my recipe with you. Yeah, Thanks. I'll have to go dig in Thanks. for it. But 
And I love <laughs> I love the moisture of the cookie too. Mm -hmm. It was so good. I'm with oh you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. They were Does big. anybody have any questions <laughs> they'd like to ask these ladies? Go ahead. Yeah. Undo. Hi. This is the worst place to be when you're starving. I'm starving and I'm like, what am I going to eat? Um, my question is for both of you for not so much the Thanksgiving meal, but like the appetizers before something that's not, and I want vegan and I want um, regular, but things that aren't like, you know, crackers and cheese and pepperoni and vegetables. And is there anything well, else different? I have one and you're going to laugh. Another big trend for 23, I always think of this as a summer picnic food or Easter, deviled mm -hmm. eggs. They're telling everybody, mm -hmm. if you have to bring an appetizer to Thanksgiving, bring deviled eggs. Mm -hmm. huh. Isn't that interesting? Never, family, ever yeah. would have thought about it, but I have it right yeah. here. That it is, it is a really big thing. And if you want it, if you want to mm -hmm. go on the theme of international flavors, just drizzle it instead of paprika with a little Indian spice to give it a unique, unique flavor. Mm. Mm. That sounds hey. good. It yeah. does. And you I know, guess that's a good idea too, because you know, you're waiting and waiting and waiting with this oh. house smelling so good that those yeah. will those those will those will go. Those will fly. Yeah. With the keto diet and high protein, I can see where um, that would be yeah that would be good. You know, they come out with a vegan egg that looks like a real egg. Oh, they wow. come sliced. They're called yeah. Wonder Eggs. And it's W-U-N-D-E-R. They have them at Whole Foods. And they come like in this vacuum sealed package. So you can see they're like a, a boiled egg sliced in half. So, you know, there's like, I don't know, 12 halves in a package. And it's like 12 oh. bucks. So I haven't tried them yet. <laughs> I'm waiting to hit them on sale. Um, but oh, you can even make vegan deviled eggs. So that's, that's a an great idea. idea. Use the vegan yeah. Oh, yeah. So how, yeah. How would you yeah. replace, uh, how would you make it vegan? I would use um, the Wonder Eggs and I would do, well, you, I would I would just do the Wonder Eggs because otherwise it's kind of hard. And then I would take the yellow that's in it and mash it up with some vegan mayo. And I'm from the South, so you gotta have pickle relish in it. Um, <laughs> and then just sprinkle a little paprika on top. And that's the way, that's the way we like them. So yeah, oh, but you can- Interesting. Yeah, yeah, Thanks. yeah. You could, you could go another way and put some soy sauce in there and a little ginger, you know, give it a little Asian flair, mm -hmm. you know, whatever your taste buds. Yeah, yeah. And then if you wanted to do another vegan appetizer, something that I've done before, is to take um, an organic cucumber and slice it really thin horizontally, and then take those long thin strips of cucumber and roll up um, some other veggies in it. You could use pickled veggies, or you could just use like matchstick carrots, um, not grated, but you know thin enough that they would hold. And roll it up, and then do like a little um, wasabi sesame. Um, uh, soy sauce, um, dipping sauce. Um, just put a little toothpick or a little skewer in it and hold it. Um, it's good. Great. It's different and it's really light and it's light. colorful. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. What Thank about you. an appetizer for the meat and potatoes kind of guy? He's not going to be wanting to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> you could you can make um, the little meatballs, the vegan meatballs real easily. You know, put them in a crock pot with some cranberry sauce. 
um, just buy the, the plant-based. I like um, Beyond Beef and Impossible um, uh, Beef. They make um, frozen ground beef and you just thaw it out and you make it just like you would any um, meatball recipe that you like. Um, just substitute it for the ground beef or the ground meat that you'd put in there and uh, brown them up a little bit and then throw them in the crock pot with some cranberry sauce and let them simmer. And yeah, I like those too. I'm going to get hungry myself. And I'm sitting here <laughs> inhaling pumpkin pie. I know. You think you're hungry. It's like, <laughs> and I'm so glad I made for this. an appetizer that isn't vegan. A lot of people are, you know, those, your little um, pigs in a blanket. A lot of people are mm. switching over and using things like linguisa or chorizo instead of the little mm. hot dogs. So that again, mm. adds to your compliments, your table of different flavors and, and you can mm. make, you know, a, a different type those. of dipping sauce with it mm -hmm. using like a Creole mustard or some hot honey, things like that. That's really, mm -hmm. that's been, become real popular recently. Yeah. And you know, I make that, um, you know, we call things that are accidentally vegan, uh, the Pillsbury Crescent Rolls, the regular recipe, those are vegan. They have palm oil in them, which I try to avoid. Wow. But every now and then, like for Halloween, I did mummy dogs because I do them every year. And I like the Morning Star Farm um, uh, veggie dogs. They're frozen and you boil them, which is like, God, this is not going to be good. And they are really good. I've tried <laughs> every vegan hot dog out there and those are the best. Um, so yeah, you can make it vegan as well. That's a great idea. I love those. Everybody loves those. And love mixing fun. up what goes inside of it. Yeah. Fun, fun. You guys are creative there. Thanks so much, mm -hmm. Kim. A nice, nice question. Uh, Stephanie, did you want to ask something? No? Okay. Anybody else have anything they'd like to ask these ladies before before we uh, ask them? All right. Well, let, yeah, ladies, Lori, Judy, do you guys have anything you'd like to say? Final, final words, thoughts, or message before we give your info? I just think the most important thing is to don't put yourself in the position where you're going to totally stress yourself out. Don't do too many new recipes, especially I always say, don't change how you cook the bird on Thanksgiving because it's going to stress you out if it doesn't work. Do that, you know, in March. And if you really like that recipe, then save it for the holiday. But the same thing, do, do things that you can relax and enjoy. I mean, my thing was, I was, I was always playing music and, you know, I, and be creative when, you know, we, when we'd have our little nephews over, I made a game of, of the adult, we had two adults sitting in a chair, they had to peel the potato and the little youngins would have to run down and drop the peeled potato in a cold pot of water. And whoever, yeah. whichever team won, then they had gifts for the little kids. It got me 20 pounds of potatoes peeled the night before Thanksgiving. And it was really <laughs> a lot of fun, you know, it was really a lot of fun. So I tell people, don't, don't make it too stressful. Really, you know, do your shopping like on the Tuesday. Don't wait till Wednesday because it's going to be a nightmare. And on the night before, because you're doing so much cooking, have a pizza night. Open up a nice bottle of wine, but get a get a pizza delivered to your house and just make it really easy on yourself because you are putting a lot of energy and love into all that you're doing. So do something nice for yourself and it'll work out great. Great. 
and accept any offers to help clean up in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Or I even, I even finally got smart enough to hire somebody and yes, that worked out really well. And we, in fact, we yeah. always invited her to join us to sit at the Thanksgiving table and eat with us. Aww. And then, um, yeah, cause that was a lot of dishes. Oh. It's a great idea. Let people help you clean up. How Brilliant. nice. Yeah. How nice. I do have a question. I do have a question. Sure. Have a question. You mentioned about um, getting the turkey out, like already cooked. Any places that you're recommending or know of? Are you in Sarasota? I'm in Venice. So, you're but I can go to Sarasota. Okay. Yeah. You have to, to pre-order it. And I think okay. you can look on their website or give them a call. If you like smoked, brick smoked meats makes a whole smoked turkey for Thanksgiving. It's on their catering website section, I think, but you can give them a call. Um, and if you is that, like- Is that in Venice or in Sarasota? That's Sarasota. Okay. That's Sarasota. So in Venice, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think what I recently read. I know that Popeye's and that's um, up on um, Route 301 in Sarasota, they do a deep fried turkey. You have to order that ahead of time. Um, I think, I'm not positive, but I think Madison's on mm -hmm. South Tamiami, you can order a whole turkey as well. Hey, Judy, does, um, is Geyer's Sausage Kitchen still down there near Madison? They're still there, but they're not doing the whole turkeys. They're not. No. You know where I ordered from? I lived in Sarasota 30 years. Um, and I would order the gravy and the turkey. I would make my dressing and my sweet potatoes myself, but I'd order from Yoder's. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, they'll yeah. Have, they won't have the turkey turkey, but they'll have it. They'll have like it sliced, sliced in a pan. Yeah. 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 I'm a, I always want the turkey. I know. You know I always had to have one. The little, the little and, one to, yeah. and of course, yeah. Whole Foods does a turkey as well. That's right. Yeah. And Publix. And That's Dear right. Dutchman. Yeah. If you're going yeah. to Dear Dutchman or Yoder's, I'm going to warn you because I don't live too, <laughs> too far from there. The, the construction is a nightmare. An oh, absolute really? nightmare. So give yourself, oh. it is all cordoned off. It is a nightmare. So give yourself like an extra half an hour so you don't stress mm. out because there's mm. certain corners that are closed and stuff. It'll just make it easier for you if you do that. Mm. But if you want to do something really creative and do lots, because you're going to do lots of different um, side dishes this year and you want to do something creative, I think like a brick smoked meats turkey would be really good. Yeah. And you can use my name. I know the manager. Okay. Thank you. Sure she gets you a good turkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Now you're called, you're saying names and getting favors. That's right. <laughs> Give me a good turkey, please. Perks. <laughs> Thank you so much, Steph. Uh, questions? Anybody else? Questions before we let these ladies go? Thank you all for your questions. Thank you for supporting these conversations. Um, Judy and Lori, what a joy to my soul Thank to have you. you. What a wonderful, Aww, wonderful thank conversation. You. Thank you for having us again. Oh, lightened mm. up our lives for a little bit here. It felt good mm -hmm. to have conversation like this about food. Somebody has me a feel happy Diane, too. Thank is, you. Diane's waving. Do you have a question? 
I think she's just waving goodbye. Oh, just waving goodbye. Oh no, you're you're good. Go ahead, Diane. Can you hear me? Yep. yep. Yes. Is it true what you said before? If we all came and watched this presentation, you were having Thanksgiving dinner. I just <laughs> want to know what time. What time? I drive down to Florida for that. <laughs> That's a really I good try. I will be at my niece. I will be at my niece's house. Bringing my roasted <laughs> spiced butternut squash oh. and mm. a uh, harvest salad. So I will not, my house will not, only Norman, my dog, will be here. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, next, I next, time. <laughs> next time. Next time. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. So Chef Judy's website is mycookingmagazine.com can also connect with her on Facebook. Uh, Lori's website is veganfriendlycooking.com. Can also reach out to her on Facebook. They they post a lot of things. Um, they have, uh, I know that Lori, I haven't been to Judy's website in a while. Sorry about that. It was on Lori's not too long ago. And I know she has a sign up list for emails to, uh, to send out, but um, we'll send this information out and more tomorrow in the follow-up email along with the replay link, um, please visit zenfulconversations.com. Sign up for more of these conversations. Lori, Judy, everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Happy and holidays, everyone. Yes. Stay yeah. safe. Stay well. Namaste. 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 <laughs>